Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Hey gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey, gents, welcome back to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, today I want to talk about seeing actualized in real time some of these next level goals that you and I are setting for ourselves. Hopefully we've gotten to the place in life where we're no longer living bottom shelf. We're no longer living bottom of the barrel, substandard, toxic lives. We've come to terms with the reality that we need to wake up We need to become self-aware. We need to begin building a legacy. We understand that there's tools out there to help us succeed in life. Our heads aren't foggy anymore as we walk under this cloud of defeatism and addiction. And we may not be perfect. We may still be battling through some things, but at least we're aware and the work has begun. And in this process, You get to a place where you start realizing that you are able to achieve great things. You are able to set goals, have dreams, and start the process of seeing those dreams come to fruition. And for me, everybody's different. For me personally, I have my own tailored set of dreams, goals, and ambitions that I want for myself and for my family. You guys have yours, whether it's Like I've said before, writing a book, maybe starting a podcast, starting your own business, going back to college, getting involved in real estate, you know, whatever the case may be, um, whatever side hustle you're ready to get off the ground, whatever internal game you're ready to get started, it's time to start. It's time to get serious and it's time to take those dreams and those ambitions off the back burner and begin to build them. The danger in this lies in the fact that we can become great consumers of positive content. Always listening, um, always learning, but never doing the work of starting to build something epic and monumental for yourself. So as it relates to goals, I got a few points I want to go over with, go over with you guys today. As it relates to your goals, your dreams, and your ambitions, if you're going to get started, step one is to visualize your goal, visualization, sitting down in the quiet of the morning and really trying to see with clarity in your mind's eye what it is you're after. What's the end game? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to achieve? You need to ask yourself some questions like, Do you really want this? Do you really want to see manifested in reality this dream and this ambition that you have for yourself? Do you really want it? Is it someone else's dream? Someone else trying to push their dreams and ambitions onto you like living their life through you? Or is it your personal goal, your personal dream? Is it just a passing fad or one of the latest trends that are going around that, you know, everybody else is doing this, so I got to get on the bandwagon and do this too and build this too? Or is it something personal for you? Is this dream a personal dream for you? We need to ask ourselves, why do we want this? Like, What's the purpose in wanting this? Is it going to give us happiness? Is it going to give us fulfillment? Is it going to give us money? Is it going to create a better quality of life for us and our family? Is it going to open up more time and put me in an arena where I'll be surrounded by more opportunities to take this dream further and further? Will it open doors? Will it build confidence? What will this dream do for other people if you acquire what you're after? 
How will it affect the people in your immediate sphere and people that you're going to touch just by naturally living your life? Is it going to benefit them? Is it going to tax them? What's the cost to sacrifice? Cost to sacrifice to outcome and success ratio. We need to ask ourselves if this is something that's truly attainable. Now listen, I would not want to rain on anyone's parade, but there are certain things out there that for some of us, um, it may never be more than just a dream. You know what I mean? I'm a 43-year-old man, almost six feet tall. I'm not getting in the NBA. You know what I mean? I'm not getting in the NFL. Um, I need to be honest with myself and, and ask myself, is this dream attainable? Has somebody else already done this from my stature and my standing and proved that it can be done? What will you do when you get there? If this dream and this ambition that you have that you're starting to work towards and plan for comes to pass and you find yourself there one day, what will you do when you get there? Take it to the next level? Hit cruise control and ride it out? Is this an evolving dream? Like the first stage and first layer of accomplishment in this dream? Have you thought it out further where it could go next? Another step in seeing our goals and dreams realized is understanding the obstacles. We must understand that nothing good in life comes easy. Whether you're trying to get healthy, trying to kick some addictions, trying to build a business, trying to do anything positive in life, nothing good comes easy. It will require work, effort, focus on your part. Are you ready to commit to that level of work, effort, and focus to see this dream realized? You understand that there will be obstacles along the way. And it's good for us on the front side before we begin these endeavors to understand that there will be obstacles that present themselves on the journey of realizing our dreams. We must be prepared for them. Two ways to be prepared for obstacles in life is in your mind with mindset and with resources or resourcefulness. Basically, what I'm saying is when the obstacles come, a lot of people see the obstacles as a sign or as an evidence that it's not for them, that it's a shutdown, that the universe or that God or whatever power that may be in life, because there's obstacles, is giving them evidence that seeing this dream realized is not for them. Rather than seeing obstacles as launching pads to propel them and to push them out further into their destiny, they see the obstacles as shutdowns. Being prepared in your mind on the front side, knowing in advance that there will be obstacles, will help you on the day that those obstacles come because you knew they were coming. It was an enemy that you have been preparing for. Being prepared for these obstacles with resources and resourcefulness means that you've got something tucked back, you've got a plan B, you've got options. Your mind is alert, you're attentive, and maybe you don't have all the funds that you need to tackle some of these obstacles, but you're resourceful. Maybe you have a lack in resources, but you're resourceful enough to figure out a way to get there. And it'll be different for, for each of us. Obstacles, in reality, if you have the right perspective, will actually strengthen your resolve to see these dreams and ambitions realized. Remember, the harder it is to get there, the more difficult it is to get there, the more glorious the outcome is going to be for you. One perfect example of this is my book that I just wrote, Apex Masculinity, Defeat Self-Sabotage, Reclaim True Manhood. You know, I spent a year 
writing that book while working full-time 70 hours a week in the old fields of North Dakota. In order to do that, working 12, 14-hour shifts, five, six days a week, I mean, my job in itself was an obstacle to getting this book written. And I didn't have the money saved up to quit my job and just devote myself to writing the book. So in a sense, you could say I didn't have the resources that I needed to overcome that obstacle of the money time equation. But I did have a resourceful mind and I figured out a way to make it work. I would take a notepad with me to work. I would jot down ideas, little paragraphs here and there as I had time. I started getting up about 45 minutes early every morning, earlier than I needed to be, sit down at the computer on a Microsoft Word document, you know, for 30, 45 minutes, pound out the notes from the day before, even a paragraph a day some days was all I had time for. But I never quit. I kept pushing. I kept writing. I kept making adjustments. And I kept getting ideas. And I was resourceful to the point where I finally got the book written, finally got it edited, went to have a professional cover designer do a cover for me. And the lady ended up burning me after I paid her. And she sold me a cover for the book that was under copyright infringement from another another company, basically another owner of that image for the book. And I had no idea, man. And I had to find out the sad way, man. When my books came in the mail and I took a picture of me standing there, man, rejoicing in the glory of an accomplishment, holding my book up and I blasted it on Facebook and let the world know that, you know, dig deep and keep pressing and those dreams will be realized. And look, you know, here's my fancy book that I just worked my ass off for a year to write and it can be done. And within minutes, people were blowing up my Facebook feed, letting me know that that image was from a very popular video game, you know, that kids play today. And I don't play video games, man. I stepped out of video games at Super Mario on the first Nintendo 20 something years ago. Like, I don't have time for it, man. I'm trying to work and I'm trying to build something. And man, I tell you what, man, it was like somebody reached into my chest and ripped my heart out. Something that may seem trivial for someone else, you know, because our problems aren't other people's problems and other people's problems aren't ours. But for me, after working so hard on that for so long, spending, you know, the money, good money to get it edited and good money to get a graphic designer to blast a cover for me and then finding out it was something I couldn't use and I had to start all over again from square one with a cover, find a vetted, approved, recommended cover designer that my publisher recommended. And obviously it was, since this lady was like real professional It was three times the cost. I didn't get any of the money back that I lost on the first cover. I had to just eat that and keep going. And there was a moment there during all of that where I began to really question, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I being fought against from what seems to be every angle? You know what I mean? Maybe I'm not supposed to write this book. Maybe I'm not supposed to get this book out there and have it be what I thought in my mind's eye would be a great help to people that struggle with, you know, issues of trauma from their past, people that struggle with addictions and, you know, making bad choices, relationship choices and different things like that. And all of the tactics and tips and strategies on how to overcome a toxic mindset and really reach a place of unlimited long-term success. Man, I had plans, man. I was going to get this book into prisons and and I was going to send it off to like uh, inpatient rehab centers and um, I was going to blast it everywhere, you know what I mean? And really get the book out there. And there was that moment, though, where I wasn't sure if I was even supposed to be doing this because I wouldn't have to fight through so much, you know, shouldn't it just flow naturally? And the reality is, man, with a lot of stuff in life, every once in a while, you'll get a real easy lick you know, where things just fall into place. And you should enjoy those times when they come. But that's unique. It isn't typical. Good things come through hard work, through pressing through the barriers and the obstacles. A couple weeks later, I got my new cover back. 
Most everybody that's seen it thinks it's way better designed than the first one. Um, it looks way more professional. Uh, yeah, man. So like it was worth the wait, you know. And now here I am. And when I go to my Ingram Spark publishing account and I look, man, every week copies are going out. I'm cold calling bookstores all over the country, asking them to shelve a couple copies. And, you know, I got about a 60% success rate with bookstores being willing to shelf a, a copy or two of the book just to help it gain visibility and traction. I've got it published with, with Ingram Spark and with Amazon. When I go to my Amazon account, because a lot of this Facebook ad trafficking stuff that I've been doing, this grassroots advertising thing, um, I'm seeing book sales every week. And it's amazing to me. And right now I'm in a place where it's not about revenue. I'm not trying to make money off the book. What I'm trying to do is really reach into some of the darkest places, into some of the darkest hearts and darkest minds, broken men that have made an absolute mess of everything. They can't see any hope or light at the end of the tunnel. And I want them to know, you know, after an eight-year meth addiction with needles and two trips to prison and a whole bunch of county and state jail and juvie and, you know, just living under a bridge and being a bottom feeder, bro. And I say that with love and respect to myself, but I say it with full honesty. You know, I don't pull punches with myself. From where I was to where I'm at now in life, like, I don't even recognize myself sometimes. And I'm no different than those men that are just getting started on their journey right now of going to prison or that are just having that wake up moment where they're realizing they need to get off the dope and they need to get their act together and start leveling up and being a better husband and a better father and managing their money better and really taking life seriously. And I want those men to know that you can come from brokenness and destitution and go on to achieve unlimited long-term success in life. It's a reality. But what would have happened if I would have quit when the obstacles came? What would have happened if I just would have said, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm obviously getting clear signs from the universe that I made a mistake and I let it go. And then I put a blast out on this Facebook page that I follow for convicts and their families. And um, I just asked, you know, I'm trying to get the book into every prison in every English speaking country in the world. And I put a blast out on there, man. If anybody has a loved one doing time right now, DM me their name, inmate number, facility address, and I will get copies out to these people straight away. And I had a ton of interest. And I actually sat down this morning and purchased and mailed off through Amazon nine more copies of books going to prisons from Texas all the way to Leavenworth and everything in between. Last week, I sent out some to some inpatient rehab programs. I'm trying to gain some visibility and traction, and I'm trying to get this material into people's hands because I know in my heart that what was given to me last year as I wrote this book wasn't completely, how do I want to say this? It wasn't solely me. Like, I was channeling something, guys. When I, would, when I would get done with a few paragraphs or a chapter, I would, I would go back and I would read it. And this, I know this is going to sound arrogant, man, but I'm telling you, man, I got an eighth grade education with a GED, you know. Um, and I would read this and I would have my wife read this. And I was blown away. I'm like, where is this coming from? Now, I didn't steal it from nobody. I didn't plagiarize it from another book. I don't think I've ever read a book in my entire life that is this deep, man, and this transparent and vulnerable. And, 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 and I mean, we talk about all of it, man. The needles, the dope, the sexual immorality, the people we've wounded, the people that have wounded us, how it started, where it, where it led and where it ended up and where it still yet can go. And I know that this book is going to be a success. I know that it is simply because of the fact that I was channeling something. 
I don't know if it was God giving me this. I don't know if it was, you know, you can get as weird and mystical about it as you want, man. A future version of myself, whatever. But I have high hopes for this, man. I really do. And it's still a dream. You know, I'm probably not ever going to be Stephen King and, you know, write four books a year and all of them sell 10 million copies. But that was never the agenda anyway. The agenda was to produce the podcast and to write the book and to be instant in the moment, wherever I'm at, whether it's at home with my family or at work with my, with my team, to be the kind of guy that can just offer a word of encouragement, to be the kind of guy that can be transparent with my coworkers and my family, my wife, and let them know on my dark days when I'm struggling with something. And hopefully because, you know, I'm reciprocating the transparency and the honesty and the love that that's going to come back to me. Like people aren't going to, as they say, trample on my pearls and use my discouragements and, and my weak or hard moments against me. But we can actually get to this place where we're all working together and caring for one another and helping each other grow and mature. You have to push past the obstacles, the outcome, my friend, I'm telling you, whatever it is. You know, and I'm talking about my book and, you know, I mean, this is like this big epic thing that's going to change lives. Maybe whatever your dream is, bro, isn't something, you know, that it, that that's on that level or even in that genre. Maybe you're just trying to start a business. Maybe you want to buy a couple semis, man, get a couple trucks, you know what I mean? And start your own trucking company, man. Maybe who knows what it is? Who knows what it is? Maybe you want to start a church. Maybe you want to get involved in some kind of prison ministry and like really have a successful first touch experience, really, really ministering to people and helping guys get their heads right. Whatever it is, whatever that dream is for you, when the obstacles come, know that they're there to test the metal, bro. They're there as launching pads to push you further. Don't give up. As it relates to understanding the obstacles, man, it would do us well if from time to time we learn to get advice. When we go up against something, you know what I mean? There's this, I'm a guy, I don't need a map. I'm not asking anybody anything. I can figure this out. I can, you know, slam this square peg through a circle hole and get this figured out kind of mentality. But it's not the way, guys. Man, if you're struggling with something, you know, whether it's in your personal life or whether it's in business, in your marriage, in your finances, whatever the case may be, man, when you're running up against a wall and you can't seem to see over it to figure out what's next, man, there are people that are in your path, man. If you'll think long and hard enough, there are people. And if there's nobody in your immediate sphere of influence, then it's time to start branching out. You know what I mean? And get around some successful people in life that you can talk to and that you can glean, you know what I mean, information from and kind of pick the vine, so to speak, and get these little nuggets and these little treasures of information and advice that you can begin to implement in your life so that you can overcome some of these obstacles that are in your way. Seek information. Another tool for seeing those dreams and goals realizing is to create a positive mental picture in your mind. Like every morning, as cheesy as this sounds, every morning I wake up and as soon as my eyes open up, I tell myself that I am a best-selling author of self-help books for men and that I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now, I've just made a commitment to myself. And when I sit up and my feet hit the floor, there's a second where I think about what that looks like, that positive mental picture of what that looks like. My books being available in bookstores, you know, grassroots, grass fire spreading by word of mouth of this good piece of literature that's out there that can really help people overcome and achieve. But at the same time, I've spoken to myself and said that I'm healthy and I'm wealthy and that I'm wise. Man, and I get up, man, glass of water, running shoes on, and I'm out the door, man. And if I got to be at work really early and I only get a 10-minute run, 
I'm at least establishing the habit of doing it. And on those mornings where I don't have to be in so early, man, it's 20, 25, 30 minutes out, 7, 8, 10 blocks, up 10 blocks, back over and back home kind of a thing. Get my heart pumping, take my meds, take my vitamins, come home, have that green smoothie, get it all out of the way, do all the hard stuff and get it out of the way. Because I have this positive mental picture of myself as being successful. Yes, and it's really good to start getting some success accomplishments under your belt first thing in the morning because it sets a precedent for the rest of the day. Because nobody's going to be Mr. Apex, even Mr. Apex. Nobody's going to be Mr. Apex every waking moment of every day. But if you can visualize what success looks like for you, maybe it's maybe you just need to get up a little bit earlier and Sit down in the quiet of the morning before anybody else in your family is awake. Maybe over a cup of coffee or whatever your thing is and just sit down and really visualize yourself already being where you want to be. What does it look like? What does it feel like? See yourself already standing in the accomplishment of achieving that goal. We need to speak affirming words to ourselves because the neural pathways of the brain are created through sound amongst other things they are created through sound and negative self-talk like we talked on the last episode is going to build these neural pathways in your brain that are going to make you feel every day that you can't achieve but when you get up every day and you speak your truth and you speak your dreams as though they already exist You are conditioning your brain to already be accepting of that reality that you're there. And all it is in between is just a matter of time. Tell yourself and see it as if it's already done. And remember, it will take time. So enjoy the process of getting there. Not only the outcome... Don't just enjoy the outcome because what I've noticed with guys is once they get there, wherever there is, whatever dream is finally achieved, very quickly the joy fades and we need another dream. We need another accomplishment because we're geared that way and we can't ride on yesterday's victories. So we must also learn how to enjoy the process of getting to where we want to go rather than just being disgruntled until we get there and then we can celebrate. Because honestly, once you get there, there will be a moment of celebration, but very quickly the fanfare will wear off and you will be looking for another accomplishment. Just like Vikings, man. They conquered one country and it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Load the boats. We need to go conquer again. And it's a good thing. Remember to run with the momentum. There will be days and even weeks where it seems as though everything is falling in place for you to get this dream off the ground and see it actualized. That is a season of momentum. You must learn to run with the momentum because there are also dry seasons. Not only are there momentum seasons, and obstacle seasons, but there's just these dry floating in the doldrums. For guys that don't know what that is, it's a nautical term for sailors. It's where there's no waves, there's no wind, there's no way to harness any energy to push a boat, and it just floats there in nothingness. It can't get itself anywhere. It's just stuck until the wind or the waves pick up again to push that thing where it needs to go. And when those times come, you'll wish you would have ran with the momentum season that you had prior, taking you further along faster. Listen, we're going to have to do this in two episodes, guys. All right, guys, we're just going to run them through together here. Last one on the list for seeing those goals, dreams, and ambitions realized. After visualizing our goal, 
understanding the obstacles, creating a positive mental picture, the last thing that we need to do is to clear our minds of self-doubt. Listen, I've mentioned it before, but there are two men living inside each of us, both of them hell-bent for domination and control. One of them knows that you can win, believes that you're perfectly capable of, of this, of achieving this. Other people are doing it. You can do it. But there is another man, and depending on how you were raised and what kind of things you may have dealt with or endured or mistakes that you've made or so many underlying factors for each of us on a personal level will determine how loud this second man's voice can be from time to time. This is the guy that tells you you can't win. This is the guy that tells you you can't succeed, that you'll never win. You'll never beat this addiction. You'll never see this business off the ground and running. You'll never see these goals realized. You'll never see progress in your marriage. You'll never see your kids do any better than you did. This is the voice of negative self-talk that lives inside each of us. And we must learn how to muzzle that voice. Positive affirmation through the spoken word, I've mentioned it before, is a great tool for building yourself up to believe that you can achieve great things. But we must learn how to combat negative self-talk with positive self-talk. You have to be the kind of person that talks to yourself. You have to tell yourself you know what? I can do this. You know what? I've fallen on my face before, but that was just a learning experience for me. I'm aggressive. I'm hungry. I want to win. I want to succeed. And I'm not going to stop until this is achieved. And when you and I get that way, it's like the entire universe gets behind us to help propel us on that journey of seeing those goals and dreams realized. I don't want to see you give up. I want to see you talk to yourself right. I want to see you shut that negative voice down when it starts bumping its ugly gums. I want to see you win. Another thing we must do is avoid the negative dream crushers. I'm very blessed to have a very supportive wife. And when I say supportive, my wife has followed me all over hell and damnation chasing this oil field around through my career. We've lived in Colorado, West Texas, South Texas, now North Dakota, so that I can grow and learn in my trade and in my craft. And there's been other things that my wife and I have tried and done over the years as well. And my wife's been behind me every step of the way. I'm not saying that our spouse just blindly follows us through every adventure, um, throwing caution to the wind. It's good to have an accountability partner that'll offer you some advice and some counsel, you know, like, sweetie, did you think about this? You know, sweetie, did you process, <laughs> you know, if you do this, what's going to happen here? How is this going to affect us or those people or whatever? And it's good to have tempered reason from someone you love and care for and trust come into your life. But there are people in the world that the minute you share your dreams with them, they got a bag full of excuses why it'll never work. And the reality is they're cynical and toxic because they don't want to try to do anything successful. And just like crabs in a bucket will latch on and pull another crab down, these people, if you let them, they will piss on your dreams. And by the time the conversation's over, if you're not careful, you will have assimilated their viewpoints upon yourself and convinced yourself 
that you can achieve, or at the very, very least, it's going to be very difficult, so why bother? We need to distance ourselves from the dream crushers. There are people in your life that you would do well to not share your dreams with because they're not positive people. They're cynical. They're toxic. They've made a mess of their own lives. They will never win and they don't want anyone else to win. And you would be wise to learn who those people are and temper your tongue around those people. Share your dreams with people that are going to inspire you, that are going to cheer you on, that are going to be in your corner rooting for your success. Share your dreams with people that are going to give you advice and counsel from a positive lens on how you can get there, how you can 10x your growth. Another thing in the area of clearing our mind of self-doubt is to not focus on the past mistakes. Because what we do, guys, is the common man, me, you, any man, especially if you're coming from a toxic background. Like for me, in and out of prison, drugs, drinking, bottom shelf living, can't hold a job, you know, um, just all of it, guys. All the negative t- negativity that just comes with life. We wake up one day and we're in our 30s or our 40s. And we look back on a moment of reflection. In a moment of reflection, we look back and analyze the past. And if we're honest with ourselves, man, there is a string of bad choices, of worse after bad decisions from our past. But at the same time, just Just by the natural course of events in life, there have been times where we have set goals and have achieved great things. I mean, look at yourself now. Compare yourself to where you were even just a couple years ago. And you've made some great gains in life. Like like you're on the road, man. But if you're not careful, you can allow the past mistakes that you've made to paint this inaccurate picture of your ability to achieve great things today because you're looking at this reputation that you've built for yourself of being a failure, of being substandard, of not winning, of not being successful. And you begin to filter your future through your past rather than focusing on the positive moments where you've achieved good things and allowing that to be the filter by which you process your future will focus on the negative. And when we do that, we slowly begin to convince ourselves that we can achieve great things. Listen, anyone can come from any place of brokenness and destitution and achieve great things. Anyone. And the world is full of them. I'm one of them. You may be one of them. Don't focus on the past mistakes and failures and don't let them define your future. Last point on clearing our mind of self-doubt. It is essential that we do the hard work of daily living our truth, living out our core values as a man. And here's why. Let's say you're on the path of building something great. You've got dreams. Man, I want you to succeed. Man, I want to hear about it when you succeed. And you put this out, man. You open your mouth and you express what it is you're after. This great dream, this great vision that you have for yourself and your life and your family, for your relationships, for your money, all of it. And you tell yourself with a a right and proper understanding that, look, I know that drugs and alcohol and pornography and hanging around with toxic people and, you know, the the way I take care of my health and, you know, wasting time 
binge watching stupid nonsense on Netflix or whatever is just a time killer. And when I could be putting that time and effort into something else, and I'm not doing any of those things ever again, I understand that those things are a stumbling block and a hindrance to me being successful and seeing my dreams come to pass. And you start the process, man, you're on the road. And then you have an epic blowout in character. And you fall off the wagon and relapse. Or you fall off the wagon, start drinking again. Fall off the wagon and start looking at porn again. Fall off the wagon, quit taking care of your health and wellness and you start eating garbage again. Start fighting with your wife again. Start wasting time sitting in front of that stupid box watching things that, I mean, quite honestly, don't add any value to your life whatsoever. And there's a prick of conviction. Like your conscience is pricked by your behavior, by what you've done. And if we're not careful, we can adopt this mindset of, man, I know I need to live my truth. I've defined my core values of who I am and who I'm not. And I keep falling into the same trap. Therefore, I cannot be what I want to be. I cannot achieve what I want to achieve in life. Living your core values and living your truth day in and day out is only going to help build your confidence levels to 10x your growth and your speed to get where you want to go. Listen, everybody has a blowout, man. Everybody falls prey to the temptations now and again. You have to learn to recover. You have to learn how to get up and go look yourself in the mirror and have that awkward, uncomfortable moment where you hold eye contact with yourself and speak to yourself and say, you know what? I know that's not my truth. I know what I did was wrong, but I'm not going to let that define me as a man. And I'm going to keep pressing towards my goals and my ambitions. Because if you get stuck in this rut of not living your truth, it's going to slow you way down. It's going to tear down your confidence levels. It's going to tear down your self-esteem. It's going to tear down your self-worth. It's going to tear down your self-dignity and your self-respect. It's going to tear down and fight conflicting with your self-identity because you've identified yourself as an apex man. And these choices that you keep falling into don't align with your core values as this apex man that you've identified yourself to be. And when that dichotomy takes place, the man you want to be, fighting against the man you find yourself being often, it's going to hinder you. We need to learn to live in congruency with our apex man. Last thought I want to leave you guys with, and we touched on it briefly, but let's go over it again because it is a powerful tool to see dreams and goals realized in real time. And that is the need to educate yourself. Whatever area it is, whatever dream it is, business, relationships, marriage, how you're raising your kids, how you handle your money, your sobriety, pet projects, side hustles, whatever it is, we have to come to terms with the truth that we are not the expert in this field. And we can't just let this process unfold on its own without investing in ourselves by way of education. If you've never heard the term mastermind group, I would encourage you to edu educate yourself on what that is. There are people out there that are years ahead of you in whatever field, whatever hat, whatever ambition you're trying to achieve. And there are people out there that have, out of the kindness of their hearts, decided to leave a breadcrumb trail, decided to reach down with a hand, a helping hand, to offer a way up 
to help you get to where you want to go faster. To save you the time and save you the heartache of spinning your wheels and going around the same mountain over and over and over again, trying to figure all this out on your own. Things, I mean, the internet is, is, a, is, a, is a two-edged sword, right? There's a lot of toxic junk on the internet. But at the same time, man, there's TED Talk videos, there's YouTube videos, there's podcasts, there's people out there that have walked the road and are several miles ahead of you on this journey. And they want to reach back to those people that are starting to share what they know. Sometimes they charge, sometimes they give it up for free. And I, have an, I am an avid consumer of the free stuff, right? Because I like my money. I want to keep my money. We have to realize that it's an investment in self. Whatever you're trying to accomplish, make sure that daily, weekly, whatever time you can afford, you are investing in yourself by way of knowledge to help yourself learn and understand the road to get where you want to go. Last point I'll leave you with you guys. Remember to add value wherever you are. If you're a boss at work, you're in management at work, you're a supervisor at work, you're in any kind of position on your job where you have people under you, don't badger those people. Those people, at the same time that those people are tools to help you get your job done, those people are people just getting started on their journey. And they're looking for a helping hand. Some of them aren't. We understand that. There's toxic people everywhere. You can't get past it. But we need to look past surface level stuff and realize whether it's in our marriage, family, immediate family, extended family, on the job, in whatever field you're in, whatever dream you're pursuing, as you begin to grow and learn, Make it a point to leave breadcrumb trails for other people to follow. I'm on these Facebook pages all the time, trying to learn things about literature, about books, about podcasts, about life coaching, mastermind groups, all of this stuff. And man, it's a labyrinth. You can get lost in there quick. And more often than not, it just seems like everybody's out to hold what they know sell what they know, offer nothing, offer nothing by way of help. It's one of those get all you can, can all you get, sit on the lid and poison the rest kind of attitudes that people have these days. Like I've achieved it and I'm not sharing anything with anybody because I need to hold it and keep it to myself because there's just not enough to go around. The reality is there's plenty to go around. And when you and I put good vibes and add value everywhere that we can, we touch the ether around us in a very positive way. And what that does for you, for me, is it opens doors of opportunity for you to go to the next level. Because that power source, again, whether it's God, the universe, the ether, whatever name you want to attribute to this, it keeps good books and it sees the heart behind every decision. Is it greed? Is it gain? Is it all for me and no one else, us four and no more? The pies are always cooking, man. There's always going to be plenty to go around. Millions of people are birthed into the earth every year. More revenue is there to be created and generated. I mean, they print money every single day. Make sure that your attitude concerning what you're after is one of, I want to get value from this and I want to return and add value to those underneath me. Guys, I love you and I want you to sleep well at night. Thank you. Hey guys, just wanted to put a quick plug in for the book, 
very happy to announce the release of Apex Masculinity, Defeat Self-Sabotage, Reclaim True Manhood. It's available at Amazon, available on Barnes and Nobles, anywhere books are sold. And I just wanted to go over what the topics include so you guys can get a well-rounded idea of what this book has to offer you. Topics include the awakening moment, that moment when we realize that the man that we've been up to this point is no longer serving us or the people that we claim to love and care for. Also, building self-awareness muscles, teaching us how to properly carry ourselves in a culture where masculinity is under constant assault. Also, understanding self-limiting belief systems and how to eradicate them once and for all. Understanding self-sabotage, what it is, where it started, and how to stop throwing that hand grenade into your lap over and over again. Helping you understand the real reasons why some of you use drugs, excessively drink, and binge watch pornography. Also, understanding how childhood trauma affects our ability to succeed in life. Listen, it's not your fault how it got started, but it is now your responsibility to take complete ownership of the man that you have become and begin the process of reforming yourself. Undertaking the necessary steps to rebuild a mired reputation. It's time to start regaining the trust and the respect that you deserve. Quite honestly, the trust and the respect that maybe the way you carried yourself in the past denied you. Also, understanding leadership and influence. Guys, the world needs you. Now, more than ever, does the world need apex men. More than you realize. There's tips and tactics and strategies on building an epic marriage, one overflowing with real connection, passion, and intimacy. Also, building a parenting strategy that will develop and launch your children towards a greater success in life. Your kids need you to invest in them so that they can be head and shoulders above everyone else that's being launched into the world. Also, understanding triggers for relapse and impulsive decision-making and how to mitigate those triggers on the front side before we make toxic choices. Also, how to build a living legacy, one that's worthy of respect and admiration. Also, understanding the neural pathways of the brain, how they connect to the ether around us, and understanding the law of attraction and how to use gratitude and courage to create limitless opportunities for success. Guys, this book is jam-packed with tons of helpful strategies, tips, and tactics on how to go from being the toxic, substandard man that we've been, and I say that with love and respect, to the epic apex man that exists inside each of us that's just waiting to come out. Guys, I'd love to get this book into your hands. Again, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and anywhere books are sold.